Hi everybody, my name is Landon Arenas. Thanks for listening to episode 151 of the Vortex of podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. B, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Father in heaven, we thank you for this blessed time you've given us, Lord, to come together and reason together, Lord. Uh, Not only reason with our thoughts, Father, but also reason with your word, Father. We love to stand on your word, Father. We love to approach the Christian life from a biblical standpoint, Father. And uh, Father, uh, there's uh, it's a blessing that we're able to do this uh, coming together through uh, the media, Lord, and, uh, and these means that you give us, Lord. Father, I'm thankful for my brother, Brain, Lord. Uh, thank you for blessing his life, Lord. Thank you for healing him, Father. I know the last uh, week or so, has been, uh, we've been battling some sickness, both him and I, and uh, we're thankful for health, Lord, and thank you for uh, pulling us through, Lord, and uh, we are are grateful again to be able to do this podcast, Lord, help us to continue doing so this year, Father, and that you continue to take the podcast wherever you want to go, Lord, wherever you want to lead us, Lord, and I pray that it continues to be a blessing to the listener, that they are uh, encouraged, and uh, also are uh, challenged, Father, and uh, thinking logically, Lord, and thinking through your word, Father. I thank you for again for this time you give us. Bless us as we continue to uh, talk about the biblical things and the things of this world, Lord. And it'll help us to maintain a balance of all things, Lord. Uh, thank you during this time, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen, brother. Brain, how you doing, bro? I'm a lot better. I know. I Me was. too. So, yeah. and probably, probably people were wondering, like, where in the heck are these guys at? We were both a, under we were both under bio attack, I think. I, I, I you know, I think somebody they, heard our somebody heard the podcast and they wanted to come after us. Probably, <laughs> I think they sent some uh, some weird COVID uh, yeah, <laughs> COVID uh, COVID our way, right? <laughs> hey, you might as well start a good conspiracy theory. Why not? You, you know? know why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. TBA got hit with some COVID. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Some COVID darts. We'll probably be receiving one of those uh, over a million. Was that how many millions? There's millions of uh, COVID tests that Biden wants to send out to homes all over the country. That's right. It was in the millions. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, you you were just mentioning you had a really good idea. Brain, if you were to get one of those tests, what would you actually do with that test? I would. Let me ask you, what would you be swabbing? I would be swabbing both tailpipes to <laughs> my 2018 Dodge Challenger TA392 Hemi 500 horsepower monster. <laughs> I, I, you know, I drive that thing quite often and I got to make sure it don't have COVID because I don't want to get co- catch COVID from my car, you know. You know, you have to, so right? I don't, you know. And so, I mean, I don't want to have any COVID hysteria or anything, but I mean, you know, the car could be, you know, a bit sick. 
I, I could, I, you know, it could get me really sick, you know. So Bro, you're fun. gonna create a whole new variant for that. <laughs> We're gonna call it the TA variant. <laughs> I will do it, and I will send it in with oh, their little that, packet. That would be hilarious. That would be really funny. I will do it. Yeah, you know, if they want to be that in that asinine and that intrusive and that ridiculous, and I can be pretty ridiculous myself. <laughs> that's awesome. I gotta say, that's great. <laughs> Good stuff, bro. Uh, I, I am I am passive aggressive, brother. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Just a, just a, just a tad, right? Yeah. Good stuff, bro. Yeah, so uh, they're trying to send all these kinds of tests, bro. I guess since uh, not a lot of people want to have been wanting to go get tested, you know, so we might as well send hey, it you to know, your house. You know, I keep driving by those places; they're all empty. I mean, you the poor people at the testing site look so bored. You know, it's funny <laughs> it's, that you mentioned true. that because it's not only you; somebody else has mentioned that that they drove in by some of the places around their town, and it's same thing, empty. So yeah. this week. I mean, I was kind of in and out most of the last two weeks because I just been sick and haven't been able to concentrate or anything. But I saw a picture that somebody posted, obviously the media posted, of this one place in this one area where there was lines and lines and lines, brother, of people waiting to be tested. And it was right after Christmas. So that, it's was, funny. A, that was in Florida, I think. I, yes, I believe so. So it, that one it? picture, it's like they're trying to explain the situation of the entire nation. Like, really? Okay. <laughs> I, and I think it was, was it Miami? I think it was Miami. I can't remember, but I know. I, I think that was area. Yeah. That it was interesting. But I, he, he drove for how long? I mean, it was, he drove yeah. for miles. Yeah. Right. With that, with his cell phone. I mean, it must've been three, four, it had to be three miles at least. Yeah. Before they even did the turn in on the entrance. And then he kept filming And, of course, in Florida, you can see, you know, because it's all flat land and and palm trees, right? And it was winding for probably at least a mile inside the entrance to get up to the testing center. So at least three or four miles of cars lined up. Uh, Really? (coughs) Because they're, and I guarantee it's because their employer was saying, you better go get tested because you don't want to get the shot. Right. And in Florida, in Florida, they don't mandate the shot. It's illegal to mandate the shot in Florida. Right. And so um, the, the employers will probably say, well, if we can't mandate the shot, then you're going to have to go get tested. So they're lined up <laughs> for five miles. It's a, get- no, it was long. <laughs> it says New York funny. through Miami. Okay. Those places okay. that are packed, I guess. Wow. That's and funny. obviously it has to do with the, you know, the Omicron uh, variant that recently supposedly broke out of everybody. I mean, I get yeah. it. There's been a lot of people. I mean, we were just talking right before we started our podcast at church, our church down here in San Diego and the actual uh, hosting church that we uh, uh, partake as far as sharing the building. You know, right. they, they've right. had a lot of, you know, people sick as well. We have too, but it's like. Sure, it's, 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 cold, it's cold and flu season. Exactly. It's no different than the last Two, three, four years, five years, six years. This you know, we've had plenty of colds. It's been happening since I was a little kid. Exactly. The years, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, look, look, I know, I understand that the cool kids get COVID. 
I mean, if you want to be in the cool kid crowd, you say, oh, I had COVID. Right. If you, if you want to be in the, you know, the nerd crowd, the, the kids are not really cool. They're not with the cool crowd. You say, I have I had a cold or I had a flu. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Know? I mean, that's re- I mean, it's all the flu and the cold. That's what uh, it is. Yeah. No, that is it's true. It's just, uh, you gotta get me ranting, brother. I'm gonna start ranting, just... bro. That's what I do, you know. I got you ranting. I gotta grind your gears a little bit, you know. I'm gonna get you ranting on things. Yeah, I mean, I haven't even isolated the virus. They never have isolated the COVID virus. No, nope. never. Look it up, folks. Do your research. They have never, ever isolated COVID virus, and uh, there's been a number of countries, including Germany and uh, Canada and other countries and Europe and so forth, where there have been court cases. We've been fined for you know, not wearing a mask or whatever. And they go into court and I say, I, want, I would like to uh, have proof of the existence of COVID if the, if the health department can give me scientific proof of its existence. Yeah. Um, I mean, we need to first establish that it exists before we can proceed further. And the health department looks at, or the, the prosecutors look at them and go, uh, we're not able to do that <laughs> because they've never isolated the virus. Right. Right. So, so what, what is it really? What, I mean, look folks, there is a ton of gaslighting going on. Uh, I don't trust the WHO as far as I could throw them. I don't trust mm. the CDC anymore. They've shown themselves to be untrustworthy. I don't trust the FDA. They've shown themselves to be untrustworthy. Mm. I don't trust Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson Johnson, AstraZeneca. They've shown themselves to be untrustworthy. Right. And when you look at the money chain, when you know the <coughs> money <coughs> and the personnel that are exchanged between the government and these big. Uh, Tech, these uh, big pharmaceutical tech companies, mm-hmm. you begin to see that there's uh, something sinister going on there. Um, and then you throw the Soros, Soros money in and all of that. Uh, you know what you end up with? One big, mm-hmm. huge conspiracy theory. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's based upon facts. Mm. It's based upon the money trail. It's based upon what they're doing. Uh, M- okay, key, mRNA. Mm-hmm. Graphic ox- oxide, right? Graphene yeah. oxide, right? Right. Two ingredients right there. There's more that are very harmful to you if you're not careful. mRNA. Okay, here's what they're saying, brother. Mm-hmm. They're saying once you have mRNA shot into you, yeah. you're not full, you're not fully human anymore. Mm. Now think about it. You say, oh, that's sci-fi stuff. Really? Is it? They're shooting synthetic. MRNA and messenger rubricoid nucleic acid into you. Mm. Synthetic, not natural, God-made, man-made. Uh, I mean, isn't that kind of sci-fi? Right? Yeah. Right, and yeah. that goes in and it communicates with your DNA, your natural DNA, and it kind of kicks your natural RNA off to the side. Well, how are you fully human when at the genetic level you're being fundamentally altered? Mm. It's transhumanism. It is. It is. Right. You know, I told you you're going to get me ranting. (laughs) Go for it, bro. Go for it. Yeah. But it's transhumanism. It really is. Right. And I mean, I've spent hours and hours and hours studying this stuff. And, and believe him, people, 
believe him. He this man does his study and his research, so I know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Oh, what else am I going to do? I'm retired. <laughs> I was going to say you oh. are right. <laughs> Retirement. I just study a little extra, a little extra time. (laughs) I look things up and get myself into trouble. That's what I do. I love it. I can't keep my mouth shut, you know. Uh, One of us has to be well educated, right? (laughs) I think we both are, brother. I just have more time than you. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, good stuff. Uh, um, No, you're right, brother. And I think. Ultimately, you know, um, if we, as we continue to see these things and as developments come out and, you know, all the hidden agenda that has been exposed, you know, it's that power and control, brother. It's that money. That's know, all it's about. It's what it's this, all about. Christ said uh, the love of money is root of all evil. Mm-hmm. And what was Rome all about? Land, power, control. Mm-hmm. And money brings power. Land brings power. Land is money. You know, yeah. I was talking to Dan yesterday, brother, and we talked about this just a few moments ago. I haven't been able to confirm this yet, but he was telling me that they're trying to push something through in California, bill, some kind of a bill, to um, where homeowners, when they sell their homes, mm. have to sell it to the government first. Oh, man. The government gets first dibs at the house. They want to buy up all of the private land, make it government land. Wow. You know, the idea is to gain power over the people, buy up all the land. They might rent places back to people, but you're you're renting from the government. They I mean, now, now we're moving into communism. Yeah. <clears throat> we are. Fact, well, like, yeah. yeah. Hello. Anytime the government wants to own anything from the people. That, that's straight up communism. I mean, they want to take over. Oh, yeah, I do. It's, um, yeah, the government ownership of, well, that's what they have in China right now. China. Yeah, absolutely. Owns, they own every uh, corporation that's in China is owned by China. Right. They're owned by the government. You have to, you either have to sign a uh, an agreement with the government that you will mm-hmm. um, disclose every aspect of your business, including your patents, mm-hmm. your all your yeah. secrets and your business and everything to the Chinese government in order to go there and, and conduct business, which yeah. means they basically have full control over you. Or any gov- any any uh, business that is started in China is a government-owned business. Mm. And you have to comply. You have no choice because they'll make you disappear and nobody would even question that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Whatever happened to uh, the brain? You know, I seen him around. What happened? Oh, <laughs> you didn't comply. So, okay. We shall not talk about him anymore. <laughs> yeah, I saw some uh, some guard walking out going home the other day, and he was complaining about the brain tearing the place up. <laughs> there you go, terrorizing that'd North Carolina. That'd be oh, me. Geez. Yeah, that'd be me. They'd have to put me down like a rabbit dog, brother. <laughs> but anyway. Now, you remember the Claiborne Rebellion, right? That was the Claiborne Rebellion. That's right. Hey, folks, look up the Claiborne Rebellion. Seriously, look it up. That's my ancestors. <laughs> uh, the 1600s in, uh, in con- the con- colonial America, right? Yeah. Uh, there was a thing called the Claiborne Rebellion. Uh, look it up and read about it. It's in Wikipedia. It's, in all, it's all over. And uh, you can read about it out of history. 
that's my ancestor. So you get a kind of a concept of we are stubborn people. We were talking about that yesterday. With I was talking about it with uh, Kayla yesterday. Uh-huh. We were sat down. And she says, <sighs> she said, what what is with you know a couple members of the family? <laughs> why, why are they so stubborn? I said they got it from me and their mom. <laughs> that is, and said, folks, that's us. we're stubborn. <laughs> if, you want, if you want evidence of that, let me tell you, there is. I cannot remember what episode, but it's beef and the two Claiborns. Oh, listen yes. to that episode, and you'll get a full picture of what this man is talking about right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stubbornness. It's yeah. a great, it's a great uh, episode. It's a great testimony. My daughter's brother's daughter. Yeah. 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 But yeah. it's uh, I think fiery. It's one, I think it's one of the best we ever did. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. So people will get a nice glimpse of uh, what the Claiborne's, Claiborne's are all about. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. It, that's not always a good thing, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> hey, bro, we're uh, not all nice and sweet and cheerful as we you know we 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 tend to be right (laughs) don't try to bring woke to me oh no (laughs) it won't uh -uh. work Uh -uh. i hate woke (laughs) i go to war against woke (laughs) oh exactly good stuff oh anyway where where were we brother we fell off i know we just tend to go off the wagon there right uh, yeah. We were talking about oh the land rent- ownership and uh, yes California. the ownership of uh, so yeah. you know the government basically asking that uh, they take first shot or first first dibs at uh, owning the property uh, and that's California bro I mean Guys, yeah, I, I'm sorry I, was, I didn't interrupt it but I was going to say agenda 2030 mm, yes we've covered that and uh, I, that that's evidence of it bro. Yeah. I mean, if they don't that's, get it now, they'll get it by 30, you know, 2030. That's right out of the UN agenda, pushing people into the inner cities and having them live in the inner cities in these little box style apartments, high, high rise apartments. They don't want anybody in this. They, they want to kill the middle class and they want to push everybody <laughs> out of the suburbs. Absolutely. I believe so. And they want to take over all the farms. They want government-owned farms. Mm, and they can control good. the food production. That's not good. Yeah. And once you can, once they control the food production, they put anything they want in our food and poison us all, all they want. It's not going to be COVID we're going to have to worry about when they really, you know. We, we never did have to worry about COVID. It was no. 99.97% no. survival rate. The whole thing was a lie. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what, brother? I'm still blown away of how scared people continue to be. Uh, it's just mind blowing, right? And there's a thing called uh, mass formation psychosis. Have you heard of it? Mm, no, that's new. To yeah, me, it is mass formation psychosis. It's mentioned a couple of times on the Joe Rogan show, but but okay, oh, okay. Before, before you say, "Oh, it was Joe Rogan," no, look. It was Dr. McAuliffe, and it uh-huh. was Dr. Uh, the inventor of mRNA vaccine, mm, okay. Dr. Robert Malone. <clears throat> they both mentioned it. They they both uh, explained it, and it is occurring right now with the the irrational fear of COVID, and it's all it has to do with conditioning, right? Mm-hmm. And. <clears throat> 
Look up, folks. Look it up. Mass formation psychosis. It is a thing. It is a a sociological and psychological effect on people. And it occurs, um, it, well, it occurred, for example, in, in Hitler's Germany, in mm-hmm. Nazi Germany. Yeah. Uh, they used mass psych, uh, formation psychosis to get the German people to cooperate. Mm. And so um, it, it, it has to do with you create a crisis, mm-hmm. you get people to isolate. Once you can isolate people, you can begin to manipulate their minds. Mm-hmm. You take away things from them, right? Like you, okay, you can't go into work, or you can't. Uh, you shut things down. You know, you can't go uh, to your favorite spa or your favorite gym and work out. Things like that. So they take things away. They lock you down. They feed you a lot of propaganda, <clears throat> right? Like through the mainstream propaganda news media, right? And uh, and then and so so they through the propaganda news media, they push a crisis. In this case, it was COVID. So they take a molehill and they make it into a mountain, mm-hmm. and they make it bigger than what it was, and they create fear. So fear is a big part of mass uh, mass formation psychosis, and once they have sufficient fear. And they've isolated you long enough, and they've manipulated, manipulated, let me try that again, (laughs) your mind uh, over a long enough period of time. Now they've got control over you. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've got, they can, they can say jump and you'll say how high, you know, this is the Jim Jim Jones, go to Guyana and drink the Kool-Aid scenario. Mm, Right. Right. And so, um, so then, uh, what they do is they they can pretty much push any narrative they want, and the people just kind of conform. They've they've gained conformity from the people, yeah, by doing that. And they've used isolation, taking away things that they enjoyed. To take they, they you know isolation takes you away from contact with other people, where you can actually converse and exchange ideas and have normal normal life they take normal life away they isolate Mm -hmm. and that way they have they're able to manipulate the mind and then they can push push that through and so this is what uh, a significant amount of the population is under now mass formation psychosis yeah so look it up folks and uh, really do your study on that because it is a real thing and it is true and so that's part of what's going on and they did it in Nazi Germany, Germany, and that's how they were able to get Jews into boxcars and send them off to the concentration camps. Mm. Oh, there's a danger. There's a danger. You need to come with us. We're the government. You need, we will protect you. We'll put you. And they put them in boxcars. Oh, don't worry. It's okay. It's for your protection. We will, we will take care of you. And they send them off to the concentration camps and kill them. Mm. <laughs> now. Operation Paperclip. Operation Paperclip. Is that where you take a paperclip, you put it on a rubber band, and you shoot it, and then hit somebody in the head with it? That's what it was in in, uh, elementary school. (sighs) Wrong time, wrong period, wrong game. I tell you. 
But adults played a different Operation Paperclip. This is uh, oh, there's an adult Operation Paperclip. <laughs> yes. How many of you folks? How many of you have heard of it? It's a controversial, top-secret U.S. intelligence program that brought Nazi German scientists to America to harness their brain power for the Cold War and Cold War initiatives. It was top secret. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, sorry, we're still clearing our throats, folks. So I apologize if that's irritating. Um, anyway, 1,600 scientists were brought over, brother. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, do you think they um, just? Drop their Nazi uh, sympathies when they came over here? Hmm. Take a wild guess and say no. I would say no also. <laughs> so what they do, they came over, they helped us beat the Russians in the Cold War because they didn't like the Russians either. Remember, they were at war. They probably right? disliked the Russians more than they did. That's why they came and helped us. <laughs> yeah, the fascists versus the communists, right? Yep. And so uh, they brought their ideas and concepts over here. And guess what they did? They infiltrated the universities. Mm. You wonder where the stuff, some of the stuff that's being taught in universities in universities came from in America? Operation Paperclip. Mm, okay. They brought their Nazi sympathies over here and they began to infiltrate the universities. They became professors. And guess what they did? Mm. They taught the next generation of politicians. Uh-oh. Did we see the connection? Big time. Guess what the next generation of politicians wanted to do? <laughs> they wanted to begin to take over every aspect of our life, control us, and the people they don't like, they want, they want to get rid of them, they find a way of doing it. So what are they doing now? <clears throat> well, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated, right? Oh, yeah. It's always the divide and conquer scenario. Right, yep. divide right, them and right. conquer them. Get them, get them fighting with each other. That way, they don't have to fight with us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They don't, you know, we'll we'll hide in the shadows while they're fighting each other, and then we'll just take control of everything. That's the result of Operation Paperclip. That and that's is, where we find ourselves now. So that who's is they, prophetic. <laughs> so who do they want to put into the boxcars and send off to the medical concentration camps? or FEMA camps, whatever you want to call them. Right. The unvaccinated. Yep. They're all being put in a box, right, brother? Yeah, because, see, mass mass formation psychosis didn't work on the unvaccinated. They they were not able to be hypnotized on a mass level by this trickery that they're using. And uh, so now these people, they're dangerous because they they don't conform, so we got to do something with them. Mm Mm-hmm. So you know they were trying to push and head toward that direction. I am getting dark here. I'm going to light it up a little bit. So <laughs> anyway, so you know they had to head in that direction. So yeah. Um, but here's the problem. People are figuring it out. They're rising up and they're having a hard time implementing it. Mm-hmm. Except for Australia. If you, want to see, if you want to see what it would look like uh, when they can really op- – uh, uh, when they can um, actually uh, get it working – Implement it. Look at Australia. They're they're a lockdown prison state right now. Yeah. And I mean, you can look at YouTube or not YouTube, but every type of media that shows you what Australia is going through right now. And man, it's 
it's pretty hard to see at times, brother, when, uh, you know, you live in a free country <laughs> and Australia is supposed to be somewhat free. Right. And all this stuff that is taking place there, man, is it's scary. It's crazy. That, it's scary. Was a, that was a free country at one time. Yeah. Now it's under total lockdown. And it's the irrational psychosis of COVID. And you know what the crazy thing about that is, brother, that you would probably, you know, there's some reasonable, you know, f- get the vaccine people that would probably look at that and go, yeah, that's what we need to do. Right. Right. Because they feel that's the only way they're going to be able to control this we belief can- that this COVID pandemic, you know, is the only, the only way we're going to be able to control it. And the vaccinated is like, no, you're, you're, you're pushing, you're, you're reaching too far. You're trying to control us. Mm-hmm. You're trying to uh, 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 cast us away. You're, you're, yeah, exactly. And and um, well, yeah, you pretty much said it. Yeah, now, I'm gonna put the night lights on for just a moment, brother. Just hang I'll on go for it, bro. For uh, oh, oh ambiance, huh? We gonna get some ambiance. All right, we're gonna go into the night watch. I'll be right back. Oh, oh, here we go. So, folks, as my brother is doing that, putting some ambiance in on his side of uh, the video there. Um, yeah, uh, the evidence from Australia is pretty sad to see. There's a lot of people that have been uh, cast away, basically, you know, because of their they want to live life normally like they've been doing in the past. And unfortunately, <coughs> with the mass mandates and all these issues they're having there, a lot of people have been detained. A lot of people have been thrown in prison, taken away from their families, from their children, which is sad. It's really sad, and it's it's the test case for Agenda 2030 out of the UN Charter. Yes, it, it is. Yes, it is. <clears throat> Agen- uh, another thing to look up, folks, Agenda 2030. Thank you, brother. I was just going to say that. But- giving them plenty of homework to do, aren't we? <laughs> plenty, plenty. And, and, I mean, what else can we do, brother, except encourage and challenge people and tell them, go do your own research. Right. Don't take our word. We have to read. We have to do digging and researching and finding data out and understanding these things and the best way to do it is to you know we're thankful that the lord provides this way for us to be able to inform people right. uh, uh so that they can do it themselves i mean what other way we can do it brother i mean the media right. is already they have a plan they're, they're anti-intellectual anti-logical so well they're they're part of the game absolutely they're part of the agenda who advertises on the mainstream media <clears throat> right Right, right. Pfizer. Those shots you're getting, people? Moderna. Johnson & Johnson, right? The Mm -hmm. pharmaceutical companies, you know, I mean, every other advertisement is for us babies. I was going to say every, exactly, every other, (laughs) it it all starts with, oh, you want to live life to the fullest? Exactly. You want to. So do you think that that news agency is going to have any latitude to report anything negative about those pharmaceutical companies? Mm, negative. And if any, 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 uh, uh, you know, um, news person, anchor, or whatever goes rogue, they, they will they, lose their job, bro. And they fire done. them. We've yeah. seen it happen. They fired mm-hmm. them before. Some have been fired because they said things about, you know, the pandemic that uh, people didn't like. Or that the that I'll put it this way: that Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson Johnson didn't like. Mm. Yep. Pfizer is really the worst of the lot. But so everybody says, yeah, but you know, all these people died from COVID. COVID's real. It's real. okay. Look, folks, ask yourself a few questions: Where did the flu go in 2020? 
Exactly. Where did the common code go in 2020? Mm-hmm. It disappeared. No, it didn't. They just called it COVID. Right. Okay. Then the PCR test, how accurate is it? Yep. It's totally inaccurate. They, I'll begin, I'll bet you on a low number, at, at least 50% of those tests were false positives. And I oh, bet yeah. you numbers a lot higher, a lot higher than that. Mm-hmm. I a lot higher percentage. So we don't have accurate numbers. We do, we do not even have close to accurate numbers as to how many people actually had this bioweapon, whatever it is out of Wuhan lab in China, because that's what it is. It was developed in China. Gain of function research with Fauci and Collins Incorporated, the NIH, National Institute of Health, involved in that research, helping China to develop that uh, strain that has infected everybody and caused all these shutdowns and everything else. Yeah, Fauci's guilty as could be, and he needs to be uh, tried for crimes against humanity and brought down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Collins was smart enough to get out of t- get out of Dodge. Fauci's still sticking around. But here's the thing. We don't know the true numbers on how many people have been affected, gotten sick, or died from COVID. Yeah. Well, I was symptomatic. Well, they said I was symptomatic, too. I, I lost taste and smell. I had the chest pains. I had all the stuff that, you know, everything they said was COVID. I had it. I got through it without going to the hospital. <clears throat> but was it COVID or was it the flu? Exactly. They said, oh, you tested positive for COVID. Really? How accurate is that test? Mm-hmm. The inventor of, it, of of the PCR test said it's not designed for what they were using it for. It wasn't designed to detect COVID. And now they found out that now they're coming back and saying, well, you know, this test's not accurate. So they ended it in <laughs> December. So they're going to a different test now right, right. in January, right? Because everybody mm-hmm. kept exposing that they couldn't hide it. Right. And now they're coming out and saying, oh, well, the Omicron variant might end the whole thing because it might bring in herd immunity and everything else. Yeah, you guys got caught. Yeah. And now you're trying now you're trying to cover for it. You're trying to cover yourselves. You're trying to backtrack. You're trying to defend yourself because you know you're in big trouble. Because you got caught lying to, to the world mm-hmm. and pushing a false agenda, using irrational fear, mass psych- mass uh, formation psychosis. Mm-hmm. COVID hysteria to push your agenda on the people, to shut people down, to cut, kill their businesses. <clears throat> and peop- and then you push this Fauci shot, this mRNA yeah. shot with graphene oxide. <clears throat> you don't give full disclosure. You do not give full disclosure to the people you're giving the shots to, right? You're acting mm-hmm. as if you people are giving the shots at the pharmacies and every place else. You're not telling the people the truth. You're lying to them. Right. You're acting like it's a regular vaccine, like the flu vaccine. It's not. You're not giving full disclosure, and not giving full disclosure is a violation of not only the Nuremberg Code, but it's a violation of national and state laws all across this country. And U.S. <clears throat> US Title 18 Code 2. 
41, U.S. Mm-hmm. Title 18, Code 242, Color of Authority. If you are a nurse, a doctor, a, a police officer, a firefighter, <clears throat> any public servant of that nature, you fall under that code. And if you give a shot without full disclosure, you're guilty under that code. And you could be <clears throat> you could be charged with a felony Oof. and go to prison for years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that? Or are you so ignorant? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting a little bit rough. I, sh- I need to calm down. It's that Claiborne stubbornness coming out. <laughs> um, don't be ignorant, folks. Don't be ignorant to that. Because it's harming people. You look at the, you look at uh, VARS, V-E-A-R-S, at the, in uh, the CDC's website. Mm-hmm. Now, typically, historically, that's a 1% reporting. Well, they're over, um, they're up to over a million injuries and over 100,000 deaths on COVID. I'm uh, not COVID, on, the, uh, on the, the Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson Johnson Fauci shots. They're killing people and they're maiming people. They're hurting a lot of people. And that's why you're seeing more and more people coming out on TikTok and other places and why you're going to see increases of people resisting these booster shots and these vaccines because they're seeing it now. They're seeing the injuries. They know they have a family member, a co-worker, someone at church, somebody that they know that has been injured by one of these vaccines or has died from the vaccine. Of course, they won't call it a death by the vaccine. They'll say, oh, they died of COVID. They died of uh, myocarditis. They died of pericarditis. They died right. of some other thing, right? <clears throat> Trombrosis, whatever it might be. But they, you know it's linked to the vaccines. Yeah, and they're not vaccines, not by the traditional definition of a vaccine. And so, this whole thing is a one big, huge gaslighting session mm-hmm. that has deceived a whole bunch of people. Yeah, and so we don't know the true numbers. So, <clears throat> the reality is. They've taken the cold and flu season and they've taken a bioweapon from China, which is not not as dangerous as they wanted it to be. So it didn't work the way they wanted it to work. So they had to include the the flu and the cold and heart attacks and everything else, car wrecks and everything else into a COVID death. And they say died with COVID, not of COVID. If you died of COVID, that means that was the only cause of your death. But if you, you know, if yeah. your body is rolled into ER and they're they're trying to do, they put the EKG on you and start and they you know just shock you and they're doing CPR and it's they ain't working and they pronounce your death, then they te- and they test you and you come back positive with COVID. Guess what they say? Oh, he died with COVID, and mm-hmm. they make it a COVID death. <laughs> they're lying. You know why? Because they get thirty thousand dollars per COVID death, and the government pays them thirty thousand dollars per COVID death for the hospital. It's a money racket. The love of money is the root of all evil. Yep. Yeah, truth hurts. A whole lot. <laughs> I let you let you jump in here, brother. Uh, no, no. I mean, you said uh, everything facts. It's nothing but facts, brother, and I could not agree more. Now, going back to, you know, we were talking about that what brought on all this 
the rest of uh, what we were talking about was the fact that you were talking about that you mentioned you and Dan were talking about uh, the California uh, uh, thing uh, that they where they want to have first dibs or try to buy the house whomever is right. selling right talk did about you uh, no I did not find it but, uh, <laughs> but I did find uh, 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 talk about control we we're talking about control that's how they want right. to control, right moving right. into communism uh, Biden infrastructure bill. You heard of that little bill, right? They're still fighting on it. They're still yeah, that little one that, that like one page bill. Yeah, one page, bro. <laughs> Everybody can read it. <laughs> I mean, if you like reading, I mean, let's hope you can read. How many pages? Twenty seven hundred plus. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who's gonna read that bill, bro? Really? Right. Right. But any, anyways, what brought this about control and, and, and you know, we were talking about California and the sale of the property and the mm-hmm. government getting first dibs on it or the state uh, Biden infrastructure bill. Guess what? They're mandating kill switches to in cars or coming to cars in 2026. How do you feel, brother, about having the government put a kill switch in your vehicle? And they can kill, you know, you're driving at any time they want because they can just flip that switch and your card is disabled. I feel like uh, paying a little extra money for somebody who knows how to disable the kill switch and get, get it out of my car. I bet you that they're going to be a black market on that. I'll guarantee yeah, yeah. They're going to say, oh, I can make money by killing this kill switch. Bro, <clears throat> that's going to happen. But Check it out. I love kill switches, but I don't like them for the reason the government wants to put them in cars. I like it for the reason that I keep my car from being stolen. That's because I have an old car (laughs) and I have a kill switch in my old car. (laughs) Yeah. There's another one called the take the uh, positive cable off the battery. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Stuff like that. But anyway. No, it's it's just another it's another 2030 agenda of government having complete and total control over your life. Now, along with the kill switch comes the social uh, credit score. Oh, that's right. That's right. You don't have the right social credit score, they they take your car away from you. Amazing. And you know what? You want you want to know what the reason is, brother, for uh, this kill switch? What's that? The uh it says here well, it says the measure has been a position as a safety tool to help prevent not speeding, not uh, <coughs> driving too erratic because you were texting or, you know, but to prevent drug driving. Do you know what the safest environment was in uh, 1940 and 1945? I mean, safest country, the country in the world that had that was (laughs) considered the safest place to live for its citizens, as far as crime and things like that go. They had the lowest crime rate. They had the safest streets. This all that. 1940, 1945. Give it a guess. Dead air, folks. He's he's thinking. Not too much dead air. <laughs> you know what? I'm still suffering uh, the effects of a cold. The effects so of uh, well, the cool kids get COVID, so you have to say COVID. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, anyway, the effects of a COVID. 
Yeah, you, you want to be you want to be one of the cool kids. You know what, bro? So, I'm, uh, gonna, I'm gonna name it. I got COVID hint. That's that's what's going on. No, no, no. Nazi <laughs> Germany. What? Nazi Germany, safest society for its citizens from 1940 to 1945. Yeah, that blows the whole uh, let's dump freedom for safety idea. <laughs> well, isn't it China like that now, too? I would say China is the one that's like that now. But do you right. know why their streets are so safe? So they ain't got any cars. <laughs> 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 they got bicycles, bro. Because and they got total they got total control. I was gonna say control everything, even the public yeah, yeah. transportation, right? I don't I don't know if they have jaywalking in China, but if you jaywalk in China, you're you're already in trouble. You got your social credit score that's been hit. <clears throat> you jaywalk three times, they might take you to jail. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's I mean, you mentioned that, but I saw a uh, uh, somebody posted a video of their visit to China. They actually went to China. Well, anyways, as tourists, you're assigned assigned a how um, what do you call it? Like a tour guide kind of person who's with you throughout your entire trip. Right, kind of like North Korea. Exactly. Well, I think North Korea would take the prize for for it, not China. No, North Korea, it's it's their way above, either, even with that. I you mean, see, they, they, they actually, like, I, I saw another one of North Korea as well. But in North Korea, what they do, they actually set up the scene wherever you go visit and you're taking video of that visit. They'll set up a scene where they put personnel. This is people assigned by the government so that they can look like it's the nicest, safest place you could ever be. And everybody's in the background doing something, you know, to kind of play it off. But it's actually set up. It's not even natural. Like, I, I wonder if they have CGI and the CIA style masks to uh, fake everything out. Maybe. <clears throat> I mean, you can do wonders now with CGI and, and, and masks. Yeah. And ma- right? you know, you, they got masks, folks. I mean, there was a lady that did a TED talk. And I've seen her interviewed as well. She was uh, CIA's head. Uh, <clears throat> she was head of the division that made the mask for the CIA mm. <clears throat> to make them appear as somebody like they're somebody else other than who they are, to hide their agents as a different right. identity. Uh, what was it? The Mission Impossible. Remember yes, some of, the, right, some of right. those they had episodes, of, uh, the movies, they had those masks, right? Yeah. Um, what's the actor's name? I can't think of his name. Um, um, yeah. Um, oh, come it. on. Famous actor, neither one of us. We're having a senior moments. It's senior moments. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I'm, I, Tom Hanks is in my head, but it's not Tom Hanks. No, it's, no, it's not Tom uh, Hanks. Um, um, anyway. Yeah. So that's real. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Thank you. I had Tom right. Tom Cruise. That's real. That's real. CIA actually has those masks. Mm-hmm. They put, they demonstrate it and put one on. They walked into President uh, Bush seniors, the first 41. Mm-hmm. He was 41, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, there was a video of the CIA officer in his office talking to him and it looked like a normal person talking to, you know, okay, there was some high level officials talking to the president. And then all of a sudden she pulls the mask off and she's somebody completely different. And president Bush starts laughing. 
because he, wow. he she had even fooled him yeah yeah amazing yeah yeah so i mean that's real folks this i mean don't don't you can't believe anything you see anymore cgi they can they can create people you how did uh, remember the guy that uh, made the statue of liberty disappear that's right that's right <clears throat> who was that who was that magician oh. that um Anyway, he famous magician years ago made the Statue mm-hmm. of Liberty disappear, and the people who even were there said, "Oh, it's gone. Where did it go?" CGI. Yeah, he used CGI to make this Statue of Liberty disappear, and you can create an entire scene with CGI, folks, and they can put it on the evening news, and you will think it's real news, and it's not. Mm. And they are playing games with your mind. <clears throat> that is nothing but craziness, bro. It is crazy, but you know, with technology, these things come. Yeah. You have to learn how to. <clears throat> we're gonna have to outlaw that stuff or something. Hey, know. bro! But you know what? You know, some Christians are gonna say Romans thirteen, bro. Romans thirteen. I think we already explained Romans 13. If they want to keep believing that Romans 13 tells them to do Romans everything. 13, you got to abide by everything. Romans 13. <laughs> Are they really oh. still saying that? <laughs> Believe it or not, yes. There's still people, yeah, yeah, trying to apply Romans 13. Exactly. Well, that's another thing that's being used as ignorance of scripture. Yeah. Churches are being compromised or being pretty much uh, turned into something other than a Christian church by the woke crowd, by bringing CRT into the churches. And um, they're doing it because, notice it's the mega churches that they're doing this to. Uh Oh, yeah. yeah. Because people in those mega churches, I'm sorry, folks, but they don't know their Bibles, a lot of them. Yeah. And the ones that do know their Bibles, they already got out of town and left went someplace with it. Let me ask you, bro, are we still in the midst of the woke pandemic? Oh, yeah, it's still happening. It's still happening. Yeah. I mean, I was um, conversations that matter. Uh-huh. Podcast. Right. I'm going to recommend it. If you want to know about what's going on in the church when it comes to the woke community, that's the podcast to go to. That's a good listen to. Conversations that matter. Uh, and it's with, uh, see if I can get his name. Look up my podcast. Um, it is, okay, I'm, I might get a sound here. So hold on, let me. John Harris. I like him. John Harris is good. Yeah. Yeah. John Harris. He's, he's really good on this subject. So I really recommend his podcast when it comes to that. Yeah. I would, I would recommend listening to him because wokeism is attacking churches all over. Yes. All over the nation. And it's really bad here in the South. And, um, um, and you're right there where the, uh, you know, the Baptists are huge, bro. And oh yeah, the, the SBC is trying to push. They're still trying to, you know, act on the. Uh, or didn't they have a meeting a few years ago where they were pushed? They were trying to push some of the implementation of the wokeness system that they were calling it. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, they're they're really attacking white people heavy in the SBC. Bro, really you, heavily attacking. You just people. went into, you know, crazy territory, huh? Now the people who are doing this. They're implants. They're they're insurgents. Mm, okay. 
Um, and they're insurgents by, okay, go, all goes back to the Frankfurt School, mm, right? Right. The Frankfurt School said, okay, look, we, the, the old style of Marxism's not working. The Lenin Stalin style Marxism, it's not working. Um, mm. So we need to find a different way of implementing it. So the Frankfurt School came up with what's called critical theory in order to make it more effective. Mm. And so critical race theory is just a subdivision of critical theory. Okay. Right? Or you could say a genesis of sub uh, of critical theory if you were to diagram it in a syllogism. Uh-huh. But it's a, it's a subdivision of critical theory which came out of the Frankfurt School. So critical race theory is Frankfurt School Marxist ideology. And what they figured out is that you cannot take America down economically. Okay. Can't do it because too many people are um, doing well. The middle class is doing, you know, you got the middle class and you can't convince the middle class to revolt against the government like they did in the Bolsheviks revolution in Russia. Mm. Right. Because it's not just rich and poor. You know, it's not the royal family or the, the czar and his family and his dukes and so forth, and then everybody else is poor. America, ha- it was a place of great prosperity for everybody. Mm-hmm. There's always, yeah. there's always a, a percentage of poor, no matter Christ said, you'll always have the poor with you. Right. But so they said, well, that's not going to work. But they figured out, they said, well, America has quite a history with race. Of course, the entire world does, folks. The entire world has a problem with with race uh, bias, okay? But America's uh, was front and center because we actually confronted the issue, unlike Europe, unlike Africa, unlike other places where, you know, African tribes are still fighting each other over there. Uh, They have racism with each other. Mm. And it was African tribes that were capturing other Af- African tribes. And then they would take the captured African tribe and they would sell it off to the Europeans mm. to go on the slave ships, the transatlantic slave trade, right? Right. So, I mean, it's, nobody's pure as a driven snow. So don't just get off of that. Biggest problem in the world is sin. Don't forget that. Mm. Now, um, it's not. It's not climate change. It's not any of this nonsense. They keep talking about. You, you kill all the CO two. Guess what? You've killed all the trees. You kill all the trees. Guess what? You've killed all the oxygen. You kill us. Yeah. Okay. Figure that one out now. But anyway, so they use critical race theory as a catalyst to push Marxism, mm-hmm. and that's what's entering into our churches. Like I said, I have nothing else to do but sit around and study this stuff. But that's what's happening. And it work, it's working. It's destroyed our uh, educational institutions. Yeah. It destroys everything it touches. The real virus is Marxism through by the means, by the uh, catalyst of uh, critical race theory. Absolutely. You know? Which has been... You know, it's slowly, a lot of people think this is new, brother, the wokeness within the last few years. But this is something that's been uh, attacking uh, the church or coming into the churches for quite some time, right? It started slowly, 
through mm-hmm. obviously allowing that uh, type of mindset and thinking Correct. and use it as, well, we need to study the culture as a whole and, you know, therefore conform to the word of God, you know, what's happening in our culture. And it's like, no, nowhere in the Bible does it say we need to conform. That's why it says do not conform to the world. We can learn about the world, right? We can learn the culture, right? but we continue to stand on God's word. Well, anyways, that started coming into churches and it started via colleges, brother. We've spoken about this before where education was where it started to come in into play more than anything. And it started challenging uh, the young kids' uh, belief. Yeah, it did. And that's where if they were not well prepared or, you know, the parents were not well educated or, or, you know, the pastors or counselors were not well prepared to answer questions or did the right research to answer the questions appropriately. Well, then, it's, it's in, it's in all of the Christian uh, seminaries now. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, uh, it's in there now. You said it, it's in there. Right. And so these new uh, seminarians who are trained to be pastors, are getting indoctrinated with this stuff. Now, do you see, obviously, our generation now, you know, we're we're still chucking along and we're still, you know, we're still the ones that are standing on the truth. We stand on the truth. And otherwise, our, our, our conscience is captive to the word of God. But the newer generation, especially going through seminary, do you see it? Do you see a lot more churches, more woke churches uh, increasing or allowing the, that thought process or do you you will see a continued uh, uh, not a struggle but a continue where there's going to have to be serious that are going to address wokeness and correctly address it and deny it and you know stay biblical on it. So is the pastors currently in the church have more of a challenge in maintaining you know standing on standing on God's truth, or does the new batch of you know uh, uh, pastors, future leaders, and teachers are going to have easier access to be able to teach these things. True believers will begin to separate out from it. Mm. Critical race theory will destroy the seminaries that it has infected. It will destroy the churches that it has infected. Mm, Okay. It, 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 It destroys everything it touches. It's like a, it's like a, it's like the the fire raging through Chicago in the 1800s. It just wipes everything out. Mm. You know, remember that famous fire? Yes, yes. Uh, Moody was preaching, and and he had they had to vacate because the fire was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, or like the Cedar Fire in San Diego. Right. I, right. I had to work mutual aid on in that one. Uh, that was a bad one. That was the worst one in San Diego history. Yeah, wiped really out bad. hundreds of homes. Well, that's what create a critical race theory does to any institution it touches. It utterly destroys that institution. So there will be casualties, let's say, big time. Yeah, and the people, the smart ones, the b- true believers, because the Holy Spirit will tell them something's not right here. You need to get out of this mess. Mm-hmm. Because the people pushing it in the church, they're not believers. Mm. They're they're operatives, they're implants, they're insurgents. They have they have infiltrated the church with their false ideology, 
pushing Marxism, they don't really believe in Christ. They, they're, they're putting on a good face. They're, they're deceptive. They're like, say, Satan presents himself as an angel of light, right? Right. Well, they're presenting themselves as light. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a believer. I love Jesus. I'm a <laughs> wrong answer. Yeah. You're pushing a false doctrine that has culminated in a cult that is destroying churches and seminaries. Um, you're not a believer. Believers don't do that, right? right? You will be judged at the great white throne judgment, and God will deal with you. Mm -hmm. But the true believers, they'll get out of that mess, and they'll go to what's going to happen is the big churches will be infested with it, and it'll destroy them. Mm, okay. The little churches will begin to grow because true believers will leave the big churches and migrate to the smaller ones that have right. not yet been infested with it, and they will they will mount a vehemence defense against it. I mean, mm -hmm. they will they will fight against it to their ever, their last breath. Because once you've experienced it and it's you've got a bad taste in your mouth of it, you will fight against it. And you've got to get tough skin. You've got to get to where you don't care what society thinks of you, what they call you, how much pressure they try to put on you. Folks, we got to become like the first century Christians again. Amen. That stood against Caesar, stood against the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the Sanhedrin Council, stood against you know the, them hunting them down and putting them in jail. Remember, the Apostle Paul was doing that before he was converted. That's right. And uh, Nero burning you at the at the stake for his dinner parties. You're using you as a candle as he burns Christians alive. Put them in the in the Colosseums with the lions or the gladiators, whatever it might be. We got to become like those Christians and say, we will not yield. We will draw the line here and we will stand even to our death. That's mm. what we that's got to be our mentality now. Good stuff. Absolutely, brother. Uh, I think it's time. And one of the wonderful things that we, we should know and we should be understanding is that the church is already victorious. Neither wokeness or critical race theory, none of these things are going to bring any sort of halt to the church. Church is going to continue because it's victorious already. But it is, right. within the church, right. we're going to have sheeps in uh, wolves in sheep's clothing. Yes, we are. We're going to have enemies of uh, of the gospel. That's correct. So uh, That's you know, correct. It's an, it should be an encouragement for us. Not only that, I'm, I'm saying you know, the brains word should be an encouragement to us believers, especially you know those that stand in God in the Word of God and 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 are fighting these uh, uh, heretical uh, mindsets. Uh, but other than that, you got to stay fervent. You got to stay alive. We a Berean. We cannot say that enough. Right. Now, see, now people get mad mad at people like us when we say the things like we just said, and we call these people out. You want to call a few out by name, brother? You can call a few of them out by name if you want. You know them better than I do. I can't remember their names. Well, uh, well, we'll start with uh, Mason. Eric Mason is one of them. Oh yes, oh yes. Infiltrated the Southern Baptist Convention like no one's business, and. Uh, uh, you know, his one of his books too that he released, extremely heretical. Uh, um, 
you know, and some of the things he says, you can go, okay, I can, you know, I can cope with that a little bit, but he really bought, in, bought into this, you know, white guilt, you know, the white man just got to feel guilty about his, uh, you know, his sin. And they did, they teach penance rather than repentance. And that's my, was my next thing. And then the penance thing. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Bro. He's one of them. Uh, I'm really starting to wonder who wrote the uh, uh, radical. What's his name? Um, uh, David Platt. I'm really wondering about him too. He's fallen by the wayside quite a yeah. bit and uh, very surprising, a little shocking. You know, some people would say uh, Matt Chandler is another one. Matt Chandler. Yeah. And, that's and another one. That's just the new, uh, uh, the new, new president of SBC. He's a, he's an insurgent. Oh, big time. What's his name? Yeah. He's the one that uh, was uh, the evidence came out of him. Um, we went, we went over his in an episode. He, uh, yeah. I, I, my mind is. I just want to name a few of them. Just so, so they're can not I remember it? little, little, not Littleton. I was thinking little. I don't know why I was thinking Littleton. His name either, but it's, I just don't don't want these to be nameless, faceless people. I want people, right. I want I want our audience to understand. We're talking about real people doing real things. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. know, and they're pushing a bunch of garbage, folks. It's a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few of them. I mean, and if you I, if you type in their names on a search. They'll yeah. not only bring up their names, but all the all the their associates. <laughs> They'll yep. come up because they're teaching the same thing, so it doesn't, you know. Really so I had matter. a heart. I had an article here. We could go. <laughs> how much? Okay. How are we doing on time? We got a little bit of time. Yeah, most okay. definitely. So this is five signs your church may be going woke. Uh-oh. Uh oh. This is a Southern Evangelical Seminary and Bible College. Uh huh. On their website. So here we go. Number one. Your pastor leadership team describes white people as being inherently racist or quotes prominent people who do. (laughs) The assertion that all white people are racist is itself a racist idea. Yet there are a growing number of voices within evangelicalism adopting this view. This generally sounds like this. All white people are racist. I'm a racist. Who is it? One of the famous preachers said that recently. It might have been Platt. Anyway, uh, one of them did. Yeah, yeah, one of them did. I can't remember exactly. But here's yeah. another one. White people will never escape being racist. <laughs> so whenever you hear the word racist and you want a picture of racist, it's just any white person will do, right? Yeah, that'll, that'll work. <laughs> CRT, CRT holds to the belief that because of inherent racist systems, remember, this is all the Frankfurt School. This is by design, folks. Mm-hmm. This is not people who are lamenting uh, slavery or lamenting the treatment of their ancestors. This is now, now the people who are useful idiots are the ones doing that. But no, this is by design by Marxists out of the Frankfurt School. They designed this. Always remember that. This is planned. CRT holds to the belief that because of inherent racist systems within the fabric of America, all white people participate in racism, both willingly and unwillingly, knowingly and unknowingly. This idea of intrinsic racism is usually followed by a call to be anti-racist, which is a CRT term for doing the work to end oppression, Mm. whatever. And doing the work is penance, which is heresy. CRT advocates 
I'm sorry, CRT advocates will tell you that being passive or silent about racism is not enough. In fact, silence is still racism. So don't matter what you do, you're stuck, right? Bro, uh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) One must be actively engaged in tearing down racist systems, white supremacy, and white power dynamics in order to be considered anti-racist. This is a process that never ends because racism itself never ends. It only changes forms. (laughs) (laughs) So, So in other words... That's it. You're condemned. There's nothing you can do, bro. We're gonna have to uh, start up a uh, uh, (laughs) an RA meetings, racist anonymous for you. All right, (laughs) (laughs) twelve step or something. Well, yeah, exactly. Okay, here's number two. Your pastor and or leadership team promotes the idea that white people need to engage in corporate acts of lament and repentance. Oh, Max Lucado. Here comes last Max Lucado. A couple of weeks ago, pastor and author Max Lucado publicly repented for the sins of white supremacy. <laughs> Give me a break. Lucado repented. <coughs> no, he didn't, because he's got to do it over and over and over and over and over again. That's not repentance. That's penance. Lucado repented for his own personal sins and not the sins of his ancestors. Yet I questioned the idea of coming together corporately to repent for sins. Mm. Yeah, wasn't that taken care of on the cross? And now we're in a thing called we had we have justification and now we're in sanctification. Mm. Oh, oh no, no, no. That's a white man's theology, I guess. I don't (laughs) know. Yet, I question the idea of coming together corporately to repent for sins. I haven't actually committed. If Lucado has sinned against someone, wouldn't it be better to act according to Matthew 5.24, which says, you know, that's when it says, you go go to the altar with your brother and get it Mm. right, right? Individual to individual. You don't, the Bible does not address corporate sins. It addresses individual sins. Mm-hmm. Bro, there's gonna be a new ism added to uh, you know all the isms we have. It's gonna call white white ism, white ism. Right, <laughs> right. So anyway, oh. the thought the thought that whites hold the guilt of previous generations of racist racism has prompted some pastors and leaders to call for a corporate repentance from what they call America's original sin, racism. <clears throat> mm. Wow, they're, they did their one horse show. Anyway, one thing I believe many people miss is this idea of corporate repentance is that repentance is more than saying, I'm sorry. Merriam Webster defines repentance this way, to turn from sin and dedicate oneself to the um, to the amen of one's life. So you're Mm -hmm. mending your life. In other words, you're changing your life. To feel regret or contrition or contrition. I I can't talk tonight, brother. Let me try this again. To turn from sin and dedicate oneself to the amendment of one's life. To feel regret and contrition. To change one's mind. That's repentance. Repentance involves having an understanding and acknowledgement of sin 
and actively turning away from it and going to in a different direction. But CRT tells people to repent, even if they haven't personally participated in racism. And since they haven't actively participated in racism, they don't know what they are turning away from. Some congregants hesitantly participate in these church-led services of lament and repentance under the assumption that what their leaders are saying must be true. This is where you have to test your leaders, folks. Don't believe everything. And and you better know the Bible yourself Mm -hmm. and know when your pastor is going astray and then confront him in his office later when he does. Let me say this clearly. Repenting for arbitrary, non-distinct sin will never lead to long-lasting, impactful heart change. If you want to study more about the subject, it says he recommends a, a, an article by Dr. Pat Sawyer and Dr. Neil Shinbay's article, Do Whites Need Corporate Repentance for Historical race, Racial Sins? All right, number mm-hmm. three. <clears throat> number three. You are encouraged to read the new canon, new canon. There are several books being put forth as useful tools to understanding the current racial climate we find ourselves in. If your pastor or church assigns or recommends the books White Fragility, White White Awake, How to Be an Anti-Racist, Be the Bridge, or The Color of Compromise, as helpful resources to understand your participation in racism in America, then your pastor is leading your congregation into some aspect of CRT. Number four, your pastor's leadership team uses and encourages the phraseology of Black Lives Matter. Another Marxist organization, folks. Mm Anti-God, anti-Christ, anti-family. BLM wants to destroy the family. Well, that we know what their where their sentiments and connection lies. Oh yeah, with the Frankfurt School. Here are two questions to consider when you see pronouncements about Black Lives Matter from the pulpit. One is your pastor leader proclaiming the truth that all Black people have equal dignity, value, and worth because they are created in the image of God. If the answer to that question is a clear yes, then I would say a thoughtful Christian can support that message. If you're wondering what I say this, I'm sorry, if you're wondering why I say this, I'm a black woman. <laughs> I, I, an article. I think I do, I do think black lives matter, but she means it in a different way than the organization. Right, right. Is your pastor or leader recommending or even or even mandating that you donate money to BLM, the organization, or attend a BLM protest? then I would say your church is probably going woke. Yeah, I think <laughs> there is a big difference between supporting all humans being created in the image of God and supporting a Marxist organization who doesn't value the black fathers or, or the biblical family structure and does not share a vision of human dignity from a biblical perspective. I'm going to add to that. If you're attending a church and they're they're encouraging that you support BLM and attend a protest, mark your pastor down as being a sheep and wolf, a wolf in sheep's clothing, mm-hmm. a false teacher, an implant, a false, a, a fake, a Pharisee, a Sadducee, a viper, a snake, someone who's pretending to be a Christian but they're not. 
Absolutely. That's a, was that good enough, brother? That's, it's, it couldn't say any better, bro. Okay, here we go. So, number five. CRT terms are used by leadership and congregants um, are expected to know them. Okay, let me try this again. CRT terms are used by leadership and congregants. Are there, okay, CRT, CRT, it's all one. They didn't break it up. CRT, uh, CRT terms are used by leadership. Mm-hmm. And congregants are expected to know them. Mm-hmm. Believe them and participate in culture from the, that mindset. All right. So if you hear your pastor suddenly start using terms like the following, then your church is probably going woke, <clears throat> white fragility, mm. a posture of defensiveness, anxiety, and anger exhibited by whites in response to uh, discussions of race. In other words, if you oppose the idea of CRT, you have white fragility. Yeah, yeah, right. Whiteness, a set of normative privileges granted to white-skinned individuals and groups, which is, quote, individual, indivisible, end quote, to those privileged by it. In other words, we don't know that we have race, racism. We're blind to our own evil, right. basically what I'm saying. Three, racism, racial prejudice plus institutional power. Four, anti-racism, commitment to actively dismantling systems and institutions that produce racism. Of course, it's their definition of racism. So anything could be considered racism. They just, anything that they want to consider racism, that they want to get rid of it, they just say, oh, that's racist. We need to get rid of that. It's just a tool in our toolbox to destroy society, to destroy the family, to destroy our history. Right. It's it. That's all it is. Don't be fooled by it, folks. Be sure to check out. Okay. It's talking about uh, uh, Dr. Neil Shenvey's anti-racism glossary. He has a glossary. Mm. So anyway, uh, there's a little bit more here. Um, Here's some practical steps to follow. Number one, don't jump to, I'll just do the headlines. Don't jump to assumptions, Mm. ask questions and get clarity. Go to the source, talk to church leadership, and offer resources. So this is the assumption that the the, the people who are pushing this in the church are reasonable and uh, willing to listen to an alternative point of view, right? Yeah, right. Now, my experience, and I'm sure yours, has been that that's not the case. Uh Uh-uh. They are intolerant of other points of view. They are intolerant uh, of any white person coming up and trying to have a rational discussion with them. Uh, Thank you, that, Exactly. Especially a white person coming to reason. Right. That's very unreasonable. Well, because, see, logic is a white man's construct. Yeah. I mean, you're white. I mean, don't even approach me. You know, that's basically, I don't care that you might have some good reason. I don't care. You're white. Yeah, you're right? white. They're, That's therefore, it. It's like conversation stops at that point. Mm-hmm. You're white. You are that color. Right. That's it. Now, what what is that? That's a true ethnic bias, isn't it? Extreme. That's hating biases. your brother. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's clear a clear violation of scripture. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
So they're projecting onto white people the very things that they themselves are guilty of. Yeah. It's at the cost of violating the word of God. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I violated the word of God. Well, you got hereditary racism. That's worse than violating the word of God. Right? Right. 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 I wonder if the Europeans should start... uh, uh, trying to get reparations from Africans. The, bro, they, they're going to owe a lot to a lot of people. <laughs> because the African, Northern Africans were enslaving Europeans uh-huh. by, the, by the thousands. Yep. Yeah. And bringing them into Africa and treating them horribly. Yep. So I wonder if there's, if, if we're going to have, if, if the reparations here, you know, if they want to get reparations here for slavery in America then maybe Africa needs to pay up too to the Europeans. That's true. You know? Ooh. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We have to erase that history. No, no, no. We can't have that. That doesn't fit the narrative. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it doesn't, right? (laughs) See, truth is not the end game here. Right. Power and control is. Exactly. Exactly. And... you don't let what a place to get it started at than the United States of America, you know, where allow these things. Well, this is the country they have to take down. If they can take this one down, the whole world falls. Absolutely. Absolutely. But then again, uh, you know, here's the problem, though. This country has been compromised for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I'd say probably 100 years. Mm-hmm. Because... <clears throat> The globalists have been using this country to push wars, start you know, to, to get into wars all across, all across the world. And the globalists make money on wars. The reason yeah. we've had so many wars is because they they used okay they used England as the as the pocketbook, the royal family and the, and their their money and the the banks of England. They used that that was the globalist pocketbook. America was the globalist military, along with NATO. NATO was a part of that as well. And so America always fought the wars. And England always, you know, the the, um, the riches of the English royal families, the Rothschilds and so forth, uh, there's a number of them, financed a lot of it. Just yeah. like Soros, Soros finances it now, right? right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, why? Because they can make a ton of money off of war. Mm. They own the companies that make the war, the machines of war, and they sell them to the militaries on both sides, and they get them fighting each other, and they make a ton of money. Mm. Yep. Now China has compromised Washington. We know this, and they own Washington right now. Washington right now is an enemy of the American people. And they have that whatever Beijing tells them to do, they do. Mm. The real insurrection did not occur on January the 6th. The real insurrection occurred with the interference into our election on November the 20th by foreign powers, including China. Mm. I'll leave it there. And like I like I like I like to say enough said. It's like <laughs> yeah. wow, good stuff, brother. 
Good stuff. That's uh, that's gonna be a pretty good, uh, pretty powerful podcast for the beginning of the year for us. <laughs> that's a good way to start 2022. Oh heck yeah, heck yeah, yeah. Good stuff, brother. Well, it's good to be, it's good to be informed and not just buying into everything that's put out there, all the propaganda. That's why I don't right. watch TV. I don't have a TV. I don't have cable. I don't have rabbit ears. I don't have anything. I I I never ever look at the mainstream media. Yeah. I never look at uh, sitcoms. None of that. I, I just completely cut that out of my life. I detox myself from all of that poison and all of that uh, toxic atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, took it out of my home. And I suggest it's a suggestion. People, you can do what you want. But I suggest you detox your home by getting that crap out of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the, the, I, good stuff, brother. And at the very least, I'd say, shut off the media, man. <laughs> Just shut off the media. Right. Yeah. If you do <laughs> like to listen to media, I mean, go to better outlets. There's Epoch a lot Times. better ones. Epoch Times, the Gateway Pundit. Yeah. Newsmax. Uh, Newsmax. I mean, there's well, there's some good ones. Uh, NTD News. Yeah, that's right? another good one. I that's mean, there's some one. there's some good ones. On, you, know, you don't have to go to the mainstream propaganda media. It's owned by the pharmaceutical companies in China pushing their Marxist ideology and the pharmaceutical companies just worshiping money mm-hmm. over people. Uh, you can go to news sources where people actually care about yeah. finding the truth and putting it out. And that's the alternative news. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. And for believers that, you know, like to listen or hear, you know, the Christian post, uh, that's starting to get too weird for me. Christian headlines is not too bad. It's okay. Uh, But if you like apps and things like that, uh, the American Gospel TV is a great resource. It's like a membership thing, just like uh, Netflix, Hulu, all these uh, streaming services, but American Gospel TV is great. It, it's more uh, reformed than anything, and, and uh, you'll get the truth of the Word of God uh, taught for sure. I'm writing that down, brother. Yeah, AGTV. It's American Gospel TV. So American Gospel started. Uh, it became a, a documentary called American Gospel, and there's three different. I think there's two that win release, and working on a third one. Where and, uh, and you can get it on an app on your phone. You can get in as an app now. So what these guys ended up doing um, after the documentary, because it was so good, they thought, you know what? There's a lot of good subject matter out there, a lot of good documentaries, and they started producing more series. They had actually released a, an actual app called American Gospel TV. So you can Perfect. get it. You can pay the membership for the entire year. You save up a little bit, or you pay like five bucks a month. Uh, uh, and you get a lot of stuff in there. You get Way of the Master in there now, okay. Wretched Radio, uh, Ligonier. There's things of Ligonier. So you'll wow. get stuff from MacArthur, uh, Grace to You. I mean, all this good stuff. Uh, oh, um, what's his name? Uh, Hind, uh, his uh, his nephew. Oh, yes. Uh, Cost, Costi Hand has a very Costi good Hand. series that you just started there as well. Okay. Uh, okay. Long story short, brother, uh, one of the main developers and producer of uh, the American Gospel is friends with uh, Pastor Brian. Really? Yep. Yep. Awesome. That's so cool. 
Yeah, really I cool. mean, you know, and Pastor Brian, you know, he's, he he knows. Oh yeah, uh, heart good, has when a, it comes to good heart, stuff. He's he had one of the biggest hearts that I've ever seen, and oh yeah, definitely sound on his theology. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So yeah. it's good stuff. I recommend that American Gospel TV. It's really really good. You'll be blessed with it. There's a lot of good stuff there. Cool. All right. Well, I think we need to close it out because we're probably Let's close it out, brother. That's yeah, a great a uh, time we spent. Thank you very much. Appreciate your knowledge. Appreciate your input and. Uh, hearing, uh, you know, your research and data, you know, just uh, share with us. So I appreciate that very much. Good seeing you, like always. I'm uh, grateful and thankful you're feeling much better. So we can grind it out again. Hopefully and, the uh, uh, voice quality will be better on this one. Oh, it's way better. I can tell already. So, folks, awesome. my apologies. One of the last episodes, I thought I had his new microphone that he's sporting on the audio but that was not the case uh we needed some adjustments and we should have a clear clear much clearer uh, audio on this uh this podcast that will be released right now uh, so bless you and uh yeah Thank always you, good to see you every week brother yeah likewise my brother <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give you a, a cyber hug how's that oh that sounds good to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> good stuff all brother. Right. all right we'll close all this right. out my man All right. Remember, folks, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. We'll see you next podcast. And we'll catch you on the flip side. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. It's a blessing to have you. We hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested. Uh, I wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives that uh, they put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God. And uh, in return, they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. I also want to thank uh, our church, uh, friends, and uh, the men's study that we have that we continue to be encouraged about. Thank all these people because they support us and pray for us, and uh, it's a blessing to have in our life. Other than that, I hope you continue to enjoy the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. That we will talk to you soon. More episodes to come your way. Other than that, I'm out. We're out. God bless you. 